Hey, what's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Big Soul Effect, or Charlie for RB Soul Effect TV. This is the podcast we hear interviews from legendary artists, the stories of iconic artists' legacies, as well as their albums and more. So, with it being said, make sure you guys follow RB Soul Effect TV on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow our podcast on AHA Radio and Anchor. So, on that note, we out to Peace. Hey, what's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Ben Soul Effect, with Charlie for RB Soul Effect TV. This is episode 18. And, you know, this episode right here, you know, I want to talk about, you know, one of the most, still to this day, you know, talked about popular RB female groups of all time. I'm talking about Evo. Uh, you know, back in the 90s, I mean, these ladies here dominate the RB, you know, billboard charts, you know, as well as the pop you know, charts as well as, you know, has some like one of the top selling albums of all time. You know, we think about Evo, we think about all the hits. Because if you think about it, you know, before, you know, there was Destiny's Child, before there was TLC, before there was SWV and all these other groups, you know, it was all about Evo. Because Evo pretty much, you know, uh, when they broke through in 1990 with Warrants and Sing, you know, I mean, to have, you know, back-to-back hits, then follow up two years later with Funky Divas. I mean, they turn around, put out an EP, Runaway Love. I mean, these ladies was unstoppable because from 1990 through 1994, you know, they was on the charts, you know, I mean, back-to-back. I mean, number one after number one hit, you know what I'm saying? In between of top 10, you know, uh, Hot 100, and R&B hits as well. I mean, they was dominating around that time. And before I get to the history, I remember I saw an interview with Don, the original uh, member of Evo, and uh, she was on Halftime Chat, and she was on other, you know, interviews as well. And it was talking about, you know, how come that Evo don't have a Star Walk of Fame or Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, you know, she would put, you know, her opinions of what she think, the reason why, and, you know, this and that. And uh, true enough, you know, because have the, have all original four group would have had, you know, uh, stayed together and realized that, you know, like, let's try to make sure that our legacy, you know, is, is, is done right. Make sure that, you know, our business is on point. And make sure we continue this journey, you know what I'm saying? Because if you think about it, you know, a lot of times when groups come in the game, people love the original members. I mean, that's how it is. Like, it don't matter who's the replacement member, this and that, people love the original members because that's the first one who they saw and stuff. But, uh, you know what, I can tell you this. Had Ivo, you know, never had a falling out you know, uh, through bad contracts. If I would have been done right back then, it would have had the best lawyers and stuff like that. Best believe, they definitely would have had a Star Walk of Fame. They definitely would have had a BT Award Lifetime Achievement Award. They definitely would have had a Soul Train Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, they definitely would have had a lot of accolades, you know. They definitely probably would have been honored in the Rock and Hall of Fame as well and a Hollywood Walk of Fame. And, you know, it always leaves you that mystery because here it is, the group's still active, you know. Of course, you got the original members, you know, Cindy and and, uh, and Terry, you know, so along with the new member they have, with the new current member. You know, I wouldn't say new, but let's say she's been around for like, I think like close to 20 years or so. But anyway, uh, 
it does leave it at mystery, you know, how come this group is not in it. And, you know, in this business, it's a lot of politics because no matter how successful, you know, a group or solo artist is, it makes you wonder why these artists are not giving their flowers and things. And I think, you know, around that time, during the height of it, when uh, Don decided to, you know, uh, move on, like around 97, you know, after she did Don't Let Go with the group, and then she went on to to do her thing, then M.O. dropped the album uh, Eve 3. Uh, yeah, you know, it was pretty much, you know, it put a dent, you know, but at the same time, the album was, you know, it did, did pretty good, you know, so that would go. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it did hurt a lot, you know, around that time because I don't blame Don because the thing is, here it is, it's like, you know, back in those days, you know, with our signed contracts, they, they didn't realize what type of content they'd be signed to. And, you know, back in those days, you know, artists that started off young in this business, they didn't have the business, my frame, as they do now and stuff. And the bad part about it, some of them, t- uh, to this day, still not business smart. But, uh, yeah, you know, had they would have had a better lawyer with them, if they, they would have had a lawyer with them, I'm pretty sure everything would have done right, you know, for them. But but the way Donna was displaying it, I'm like, man, you know, these ladies got really got done bad, you know, during that uh, the whole run. But it kind of make you wonder, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, what, like, did it keep the money was on tour? I mean, like, how they was able to, you know, uh, take care of their family, even, t- you know, take care of themselves and stuff. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure they wasn't starving, but, you know, it's a lot of, you know, uh, uh, she say, she say in between and stuff like that. Not saying that, you know, it's all the truth or anything, but, you know, my thing like is, you know, you come in this game, even though days might get excited, but it's good to have a lawyer, the right lawyers, at least at least that way you won't be screwed on your contract. And true enough, you know what I'm saying? Let's just put it out there. Yes, yeah, Sidney Rowe did her dirty. You know what I'm saying? So ain't no secret to it. I was, you guys know the history, so let's not act all brand new. So watch, you know, some of the other songs on episode on YouTube. The people that's in this business, they know what I'm talking about. So let's not act all like we got dementia or something. But anyway, uh, you know, I always said that, you know, had they would have stayed together as a group, I mean, just imagine how many number one hits they would have had. Oh, my God, because you think about they went number one in 1990, they went number one in 91, they went number one in 92, uh, you know, and then, then on top of that, you know what I'm saying, they scored, you know, multiple multiple back-to-back top 10 R&B hits. And then on top of that, they're the first black female group to have two, to sing two theme lead songs for one for Hagen, Mr. Cooper in 1992 and 1983. They also sung lead for The Rock, you know, starring Charles S. Dutton. And uh, those became, you know, popular jams and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, plus, you know, I mean, they did, you know, uh, commercials for Sprite. They did commercials for Coca-Cola. They did a bunch of stuff, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. Plus, they did a commercial with uh, NBA uh, player uh, Kevin Johnson, who played for the Phoenix Sun, during the height of his career back in 93. They was all live of color, they did a different world. Plus, you know, they performed on shows like uh, Friday Night Videos, Video Soul, Showtime at Apollo, Club MTV, The Party Machine, RCD Hall a couple times. Uh, Club MTV, and I think MTV The Grind, if I ain't mistaken. Uh, plus, you know, they been on Planet Groove, 
I mean, the list goes on. But in the, in the 90s, was all about, you know, Ivo. Ivo, you know, definitely, you know, set the tone and stuff. And that's the thing, too, because, like, cause see, back in those days, when if a group or a certain artist, you know, was, you know, and, like, if their album was selling, you know, fast and everything, we you know, say with Steve Rowland, then these labels, they'll try to create another group, try to, you know, copy that. Not to be like them, but to have someone close to them and stuff. Because you think about it, Evo birthed out TLC, SWV, Jade, uh, you know, who else? Brownstone, uh, Xscape. I mean, the list goes on. Like I said, it started off, oh yeah, an ex-girlfriend. Can't leave them out. So like I said, you know, Evo definitely birthed out a lot of female groups. There's so many other, 702, Desi's Child. I mean, come on now. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, you know, it was all about Invo, man. I mean, they're the only female, far as a black R&B group, you know, to to win seven total of MTV Music Awards. Nobody don't talk about that. And that's kind of strange because they're the only one, as far as the group, you know what I'm saying? They probably got the most as far as the group, but they, they are the first, you know, black, you know what I'm group to win that many. So... And you know, for the for the, for them to be able to cross over, man, that's uh, unbelievable and stuff. I mean, these ladies was everywhere. I mean, they was on Jet magazine, they was on Word Up magazine, they was on Essence magazine. There was it was like it was like one of the first groups to be on Vibe magazine. I mean, come on now. I mean, they was killing it and stuff. And to this day, you know, they got one of the most powerful voices ever and stuff. And, you know, true enough, you know, I would love to see the original four get together because, you know, the fans want it, you know, it's time and stuff. And that's what I like about New Edition because regardless of what's going on in their personal lives, they never, let the, they never let the ego get the best of them to a point where they're not two together anymore. You know, and hopefully one day the original, you know, see the, all the original members get together. I know some fans don't like the third, you know, they don't like the new member that's the current members in the group. But understand this, you know, regardless how y'all feel, she's an Evo member, you know. So my thing like this, you know, you know, if, you, if you're going to have the original four to come together again to do a tour, you know, she has to be added in there because people got to understand, you know, with Don and Maxine, you know, left and did their own thing and stuff, you know, they had to have old girl in the group, you know, said to carry that weight because it wouldn't look right just to have two members. So you got to fill in the spot just to keep, you know, things uh, steamrolling. But like I said, you know, uh, I would love to see, you know, all five of them get together. You know, I mean, I know people say the original four. Yeah, I mean, I know they say the original four too, but my thing like this, you know, Got to keep old girl in the group too, you know. So I can't think of her name, but at the same time, you know, she's more important, just like all of them is. So my thing, like, is you know, if y'all fans can accept Johnny Gill a new edition, why can y'all accept you know Home Girl? That's you know in Evo. So I mean, you know, what's the problem? So you know, man, it's it's a lot of haters, man, out there, man. You know, say I mean, she's still like she's like she's a good person, you know, but. You know, that's here or there, you know, say when you hear a lot of he say, she say rumors, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, like I said, had Invo, you know, would be on the same page, if they would have stayed together as a group, had the right type of lawyers, had a better contract, I mean, like I said, yeah, they definitely had, you know, more accolades come towards their way. They probably would have had a Grammy, you know what I'm saying, for the first time in their careers. 
Uh, they definitely would have had a Holly Walker Fave, definitely would have had a Soul Trade Lifetime Achievement Award, a BT Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, a BMI ASCAP Hall of Fame Award. Uh, they definitely would have been all in the Black Music Honors. Uh, the list goes on and stuff. So, like I said, it always makes you question, like, what if, you know, if, if everything would have done right, but... Like I said, you know, that's how it is, you know, in this business, you know, you got people come and say your head and try to mess things up. You got some artists, man, they don't care, you know, how bad it is, you know what I'm saying? All they care about is the fame, but they don't care about their well-being and, and the finances and stuff, but that's how it goes. So, with that being said, it's your boy, Mr. Solifake, with Shotty for RB Solifake TV. Make sure you guys follow RB Solifake TV podcast on Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, also, make sure you follow RB Fake TV on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You know, say keep supporting the movement. You know, plus I got more interviews on the way. So, on that note, I'm out you. Peace.